I actually went to a shop here locally and they made me a smoothie and it was like the most, it was, it was like the first time they made a smoothie. It was like the fruit wasn't all blended. It came like chunky and they were missing some ingredients. Like that was a terrible experience. And if I didn't know how to make my own smoothies for years, I would have thought smoothies aren't for me. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for tuning in to being a part of our True Form Life community, whether you're listening as a podcast around the world or on terrestrial radio, which could be around the world. (laughs) Today we're talking about the difference between a shake and a smoothie. I'm also going to tell you why there is a difference, what you put into each one of them and more. And I feel like this is an important subject because a lot of times we're not really sure. Like you could have one in a meal plan and you could have another one in a meal plan, right? And you're going to have them at different times a day, right? I'm going to explain to you what you put in a shake and why it's so convenient to shake and go, (laughs) and the different options you can add to a shake. And then, of course, there's the smoothie aspect. There is an unlimited amount of options when it comes to smoothies and the benefits, what you can put in them. In my opinion, smoothies are the easiest way to jam-pack a lot of nutrients in a very short amount of time, but don't chug it. We'll talk about that as well. Your digestive health depends on you not chugging your smoothie, which is why a lot of people say, oh, they have gas, indigestion, bloating, like, oh, I can't do smoothies. Smoothies aren't for me. But one is the protein supplement. In most cases, the protein powder that we put in the smoothie is very low quality, which causes that digestive issues. But on top of that, we chug our smoothies and that's not a great idea because of what I'm talking about. A lot of people deal with that indigestion, chugging a smoothie, but you have to consider how many nutrients are in a big glass of smoothie that we chug and then our body's trying to digest it and we're like, what did you just do to me? So these are all important topics that we're going to talk about today. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Hey, hey, good morning, everyone. Today we're going to be talking about the difference between a shake and a smoothie. I feel like this is an important topic. I'm not quite sure why so many people don't know the difference but that's why we're here today so let's talk about that here briefly so i feel like it's important to talk about this because there are benefits to each and then you might see like a shake in the meal plan or a smoothie in the meal plan and we're not really sure why so i want to explain the difference because there's different benefits to either one Something that we're, I may go over today is getting started because September is, is um, here. <laughs> September. Our September is here and uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people waiting to get started because September is going to roll around. But you quickly find out that it doesn't really matter. Like it's not going to matter if it's September or January. It's pretty difficult to start when things are fresh. Spring, I feel like... In Alberta or in Canada, where, wherever you may be spending, if it's cold, like at least when I'm spending more time here, 
when we get through a winter, it's like a relief. Like, yes, we made it through another winter. <laughs> like, like it was challenging to get through, right? Well, I guess it was like, it's the cold, right? No one enjoys the cold. It's funny because we spent a lot of time. I traveled all over the U.S. Uh, in college and afterwards, 10 years afterwards. And then uh, we still spend a lot of time in Los Angeles and I have a lot of friends down there. And they'll say, it'll be like a cooler day. Or a lot of times think people think L.A. is like tropical. It's not like Belize. <laughs> I've never been to Belize. But it's not like tropical weather or hot weather all year long. Like some, like in the colder months, you need a hoodie or a jacket. I wore toque, sweatpants. It's not like... I think a lot of times people think it's like t-shirt or some bathing suit weather all year long. It's not. At any rate, when it's a bit cold, I get bundled up a little bit. And um, my friends always give me a hard time. They're like, you're from Canada. You should be used to the cold. And I'm like, you never get used to the cold. I mean, I, well, at least I don't. So um, at any rate, I think that September being here is not exciting for a lot of people. So you plan like for at least for me i'm like okay i know like spring's coming we made it through the winter and know that summer's here and exciting and it's going to go by fast so of course we're here in uh end of october august and we're like oh my gosh i can't believe the summer is over and now it's we're gonna keep, we're coming into fall uh, so the so i want to talk about shakes and smoothies because there's a clear difference and i feel like a lot of times people when we talk about them people don't really have any idea they're like what do you mean they, they use it interchangeably. They use the word, but a shake is very different than a smoothie. So if you are, so let me tell you the difference, then I'll tell you when to use them and why. So when you have a shake, it's very simple. The name of it is very descriptive. <laughs> so you put your milk in there. I don't care what milk you can use, cow's milk, plant milk, whatever you want. You have milk or non, let's not get into that. You have your milk or water, and then you put a scoop of protein in there and maybe some superfoods. We'll talk about that here shortly. And so you put that in your shake, in a shaker cup, and you shake it up. <laughs> that's a shake, and that's it. Then we move to a smoothie. The difference between a shake and a smoothie is a smoothie is you have a blender, and you put your milk or water in there, and then you put banana, protein powder, fruit, if you like, spinach or kale, you blend it up, that's your smoothie, right? Okay, so very clear difference, shake and smoothie. Let me know if you have any questions with that. <laughs> I think that's pretty clear. So why is that Why is that important? Because you might see a shake, like for us with our clients, we have on their meal plan, here's a shake and here's a smoothie, and then we have different shake or smoothie options. But so let's see, for example, I personally would use a smoothie as more of a meal replacement. So I'll tell you the difference between a meal replacement and an isolate here shortly. So smoothie is, in my opinion, better for a meal replacement. Smoothie across the board is the easiest way to get all the macros in, in a tasty, convenient to carry, take and go, um, jam-packed way to um, jam-pack your body with nutrients. No questions. Smoothies at the top of my list. And if you're someone like, I don't want smoothies, I don't like smoothies, I'm a texture person, whatever the reason is you don't want to drink smoothies, that's okay. But you should understand that you are shrinking your um, ability to have success when it comes to staying on track with your meal plan. Because the convenience is bar none. If it's not a smoothie, then you're going to have to make a meal or bring a meal, prepare a meal, cook a meal, or you bring a smoothie, right? So I can talk more about that if you like. Look, and then if we look at the other side of the shake, for example, shake is more of a protein boost. And if 
you might be a bit confused why you have a uh, when I talk I'll, I'll get into why you have a meal replacement instead of a just the protein isolate but for example if you're having a shake in most cases it's just protein and then you can add some superfoods in there if you like to keep it as simple as possible you could go protein water shake that's it so that's what i did in college i wasn't really familiar with i was trying to get protein in wasn't familiar with um superfoods and i wanted to take my stuff and go and water was cheaper than milk you can get some nutrients from milk without question and it tastes better, it's a bit creamier, it tastes better. I would go with milk if you can afford it and don't have any allergies or aversions um, to milk. And, and I don't really care, like, you guys can, we we choose, we usually choose, um, well, <laughs> we're a bit spoiled. I shouldn't say spoiled. We're, we, sure, let's just say we're spoiled. We have this machine that's called an almond cap. And if you haven't heard of them, you should really check them out because they're amazing. So what we used to do is make our own milk in a blender. It's very simple. You put in, let's say, for example, you soak almonds and then you put water. You put you soak, al soak almonds overnight. You put water in your blender. You put the soaked almonds in there and you blend it up. Then you pour that in a cheesecloth and you have your own homemade milk. Not that that was in, entirely inconvenient. I also did the same thing with coconut flakes. Not that that was entirely inconvenient, but most things in life that we work towards or well, maybe not everyone, but it's really convenience, right? Like the things that we buy more for is convenient. Like Star Starbucks model or McDonald's model is like convenient. It's convenience because it's always there. Like Starbucks in most cases won't buy property. I don't know if they buy, I think they may even buy their property or McDonald's, one of them. They buy their property. In most cases, restaurants rent, but um, I feel like I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but it's convenience, right? Like Starbucks is almost exclusively buys on corners. They don't buy in the middle of them, um, mini mart. I think you see them, might see them more in malls now. At any rate, they started their business on location only. Same thing with McDonald's, it's convenient. So enter almond cow. Um, and so the almond cow is all you do is put, you have this machine and you put your milk in there, what, or your, your nuts and seeds. So it could be hemp seeds, cashews, almonds, coconut flakes, whatever it is, you put that in the container. You add water and you push a button. <laughs> and then you take it out. The container of all the seeds is, are the extract is there. We actually throw that in a smoothie. That's why it's very different. The two are very different shake and smoothie. Take that out. And then we put that aside. You can also dehydrate those and make crackers. But at any rate, so then you have your almond milk. Very simple to make homemade with this machine. So you can, so that's another option for you if that's, if that's something that you want to do. But I guess what I was saying, what the shake is. So let me tell you the difference between a meal replacement and an isolate. So a meal replacement is, so the, the protein in particular. So if you look at Complete Truth Protein, that's our black and white bag. That's our very first product ever. That's quinoa and hemp seeds, both superfoods, both fantastic in many different ways. They have healthy fats, complex carbs, complete proteins. So you have the meal replacement pro, uh, protein supplement, right? And that can make it as simple as as simple as possible. So you put a scoop of that in there, put your milk or water in there, whatever your liquid is, and then you can add berries to make it taste better. You could put um, spinach in there for an extra boost of nutrients. Um, but that's really if you have a scoop of CTP or another another company's meal replacement product, you would put that in your smoothie and you're done, right? If you want to make it on your own, 
you would do something, you would have to put a little bit more effort into it to get the four macros. So we teach four macros. That's where we've seen the most success. A lot of you guys have seen our success from our MAP program. That's counting calories for our clients. That's four macros um, that we, we count those calories for them, put them in a fat burning stage, and we design a meal plan around that. It's a ton of work. I wouldn't suggest doing it on your own, but you can try. Like if you want to dabble, if you want to try to figure that stuff out, it took us years to figure out. So what we say is we save you time in years of you trying to figure that out on your own to have us do it for you. But if you want to go ahead and dabble and figure all that out, by all means, you should probably get started right away. <laughs> so with the smoothie in particular, if you don't have a meal replacement powder, you want to have a complex carb. So it could be a rolled oats, for example. We have a nice gluten-free rolled out um, that we choose. And then you would put uh, fat in there for your other for your second macro. And then we would choose C8 MCT oil. Or if you want to throw avocado in there, hemp seed in there, you want to throw a, a fat in there. So you have your rolled oats, you have your um, MCT oil, uh, so complex carb, healthy fat, and then you have a protein. So you probably want to put, um, you're probably going to want to put a protein isolate in there. If not, you're going to have to combine. It's a bit more challenging. You're going to have to combine um, different products. So for example, hemp seed is a complete protein. Um, that's why we use quinoa instead of oats, complete protein. So you can bump up your protein intake, but again, it's pretty challenging without a protein powder. So that's your protein. And then you can look at your antioxidants. So that's an easy one of spinach that we talked about. So those are your four macros that you would throw in a smoothie for a meal replacement. And why do you want a meal replacement? Like I was saying, because we teach the four macros and you should have that in every meal. So that's where you're gonna see the most results. And that will help with cravings. That's a big one for a lot of women in particular. They say, well, I'm always craving in the evening. That's because you don't have enough of the four macros. That's it, across the board. I can't tell you how many of our clients that, well, every one of our clients that crave in the evenings are saying, wow, I can't believe, like if they're following their meal plan, getting all their macros in and all their meals, don't crave in the evening because they have all the calories their body needs. You are craving in the evening, one out of habit, you're bored flipping through a newsfeed, um, flipping through your news feed. It's out, out of habit. You just wander to the pantry. And then the other one is in most cases, it's lack of nutrients that your body didn't get earlier in the day. So you're trying to in late in the day, it's even worse because you're sedentary. You're not moving around. Your digestion isn't great because you eat a big meal and sit there for the rest of the evening. So going for the, going for a walk in the evening was definitely helpful. Making sure you're getting your calories earlier in the day and not stacking up too many, um, too much of that meal, meals later in the, in the day. So um, we see it across like so often with women in particular, like late breakfast, if breakfast at all, late lunch. And so you're having a lunch at two or three and then you're trying to get dinner in at five or six. And then in the evening, like, what do you do? The kids are in bed or they're off playing with their friends, whatever they're doing, you're sitting around not doing much. And you earlier in the day, you didn't have all those, didn't have the calories your body needs. So you're trying to stuff them in later in the day. And then you finally start wandering around and looking for sugary processed types of treats that isn't beneficial to anyone. You can even consider using a smoothie in the evening to help curb those um, cravings. But again, if you're having your nutrients earlier in the day, those cravings are going to start to go away and you're not even going to think about it. That's probably the biggest issue that we see with, with, like I said, with women in particular, they're caregivers, right? So they are taking care of everyone else but themselves. They get the spouse taken care of, they get the kids taken care of, and then um, they push themselves back, back, back. And then when everyone else is taken care of, it's the end of the day and you have the small window to get your food in. So 
we see our clients um, try to eat all their, we have, we, they have to eat all their calories that we set out for them. So they're trying to eat all their calories late in the day. And we have to explain to them that's not going to be beneficial for you long term. You've got to push those calories to the front and make sure you're getting a nice um, variety of calories earlier in the day. Okay, so that is your, your smoothie and that's your meal replacement. And I went over your shake. Shake, shake again is pretty simple. So you have your milk or water and then you have your protein supplement. You shake that and you're done. You could add in... Like sometimes I had turmeric in there. So I would consider turmeric a superfood. You can or not, but that's a turmeric powder. Um, you could use a ginger, could be something that you're going to throw in there. I use, I like those because of joint uh, immune system, joint health. There's a lot of different benefits to ginger and turmeric. I like to use them often. I also put MCT oil in my shakes. So MCT oil goes in there with a scoop of protein and milk and I shake that up and that's that's consistent. I do that every time. Sometimes I add the other superfoods in there. And there's tons of superfoods. We have maca. That's one of our products that we sell. You could throw maca in there. That's another um, fantastic superfood and it's adaptogen. It's great for energy, great for hormone regulation. So that's a really good option for you to take your smoothie game to the next level. Or sorry. <clears throat> so why are you taking a shake? So in many cases, so it's really difficult. So it would be a different conversation, but we have to understand the that we need all the four macros and they all have benefits. So, and everyone's obsessed with one of them. Like everyone's like, oh, I gotta stay away from fats, like terrible fear of fats. Or you see those people that won't eat any carbs. No, not eat any carbs. In my opinion, you need carbs, at least at this point in my life and research and experience. <laughs> you, you need carbs, you need fats, and you, you need proteins as well. But and then you see people like on those high, like, high protein, high fat diets, and they don't have any vegetables. So then they run into digestion issues because that fiber helps your food digest, right? It's like, it's like a no brainer, but we don't want to eat vegetables. We don't want to cook bro broccoli. Like, and if you're counting calories, like a cup of broccoli is like 30 calories or whatever it is. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's a very small amount. So it's not going to adjust. When I was in the weight gaining stage, I would, this was in, in college. I was trying to gain weight. I was trying to gain muscle mass. I would skip the veggies myself. So I know exactly where those people are at because they didn't give me calories. I was trying to get over 3000 calories, as many calories as I can get clean ones. I was trying to get clean calories in and I would, the, the veggies gave me almost no calories. So I'm like, yeah, what's the point of that? They don't taste great anyways. That was early on. Then I started to do more research and understand how the body functions, how digestion works and why you need those vegetables. But, and now our, most of our plate is veggies. We live, we, live a highly plant-based lifestyle and diet. So um, that's super important. And then even when we work with our clients and they have a higher protein intake, like six grams of, or six ounces of chicken breast, for example, or balancing your, your macros with, with more protein or yeah, with more protein, whether that is fish, shrimp, steak, whatever it is, you still need a good portion of veggies on your plate because you need them. Like your, they're antioxidants. They fight free radicals. Free radicals make your skin wrinkly and, and saggy they make your body less uh, resistant to they put your body in more of a alkaline state they're more resist which makes you more resistant to uh, like a stronger immune system for example um, at any rate we need to have antioxidants going to our body and i feel like that's a big um, misunderstanding for people that don't eat vegetables on a regular basis we have a, co a coffee keto smoothie with um with ice in it and it's fan tastes fantastic that's we also have a s'more smoothie right 
Um, and th- but that's not those aren't things that we'd recommend on a daily basis. Uh, like that could be a treat or it could be a summertime thing. When it comes to cold, um, like cold foods or like cold liquids in particular, that really messes with your digestive system. So think, for example, like I don't know what I, I don't know exactly what it is. Like I heard your mouth is like 98 degrees. Maybe I just I just made that number up. Your your mouth, like inside your mouth is, is warm. It's hot. And then you put that's why when you put like ice cream in there, it melts instantly. So think about in most cases, we're putting warm food into our digestive system, which is great. But everything is is like warm inside our body. And then you go and put something cold in there with ice. So and then on top of that, people. So we have a meal and with ice water. Right. And it's probably well, there's a bunch of things you could do to make your digestion worse. But drinking ice cold water with your um, food, hot food is one of the worst things that you could do. Also, not chewing your food and eating, swallowing your food whole and not helping your body digest it. <laughs> that we'll talk about mindful. I can talk about mindful eating in a different one. But to put this into context, we were in Sri Lanka and it was like 400 degrees outside. We were sweating from places we didn't know we could sweat from. And it was like that the whole time. And this and the food, like the food is amazing. I'm a huge fan of different types of foods, but spicy foods and curries in particular. I um love those types of foods and then we're in Sri Lanka and we're eating it's scorching hot out we're eating at like an outside restaurant right in the middle of a village like we weren't we didn't really go to we we went with people that were actually from there lived there and um and we're like in the middle of a village and and it was like it's kind of funny because it's a bit different than North America like they had picnic tables basically in this restaurant and you was almost buffet style you kind of go and told them what you want you sat at the table so I sat at a table and I'm and I started eating my food and some guy sits down like right next to me. And in Sri Lanka, like they have no like spatial awareness. We were riding this train and like people were like leaning up against me and like it was a really odd experience. <laughs> but that's their culture, right? So anyways, this guy sits like right next to me. He's like touching my leg and I'm like. <laughs> so um, at any rate, they bring out they bring out hot glasses of water, like warm glasses of water, not hot. It's what they bring out warm glasses of water. And I'm like. It is scorching hot out here. This food is burning my mouth and I'm washing it down with warm water. But that they know like that's Ayurvedic medicine. They've known for generations, probably thousands of years that you don't drink. Also, ice is probably hard to come by around there, but they particularly made the water warm. Not it wasn't like tap water. So um, at any rate, that is to help with digestion. So I would recommend not shaking up your smoothie with um, and to take that a step further, I always ask for hot lemon water. I ask for hot lemon. I, I ask for hot lemon water in a gla- in a mug, in a coffee cup, and um, that kind of because I don't want to drink tap water. We we don't drink tap water, and I don't want bottled water, especially the bubbly stuff. I don't like that, and I don't think most bottled water or even is even much better than tap water. We boil our water at home, so um, that's what I do. I don't know if that'll help you guys out, but. That's a great idea because often they'll bring you a glass of ice water, not even thinking about it, because that's what most people do. And um, that's not great for digestion. So if you're if you really want to add um, if you really want to add ice to your milk, then you can add less milk. Right. It's not it's not really going to make a big difference. All it is is going to either increase or decrease uh, how thick it is or for how many people that serving is. Right. 
And here's the thing is that a lot of times, like with supplements in general, people don't realize that not all supplements are created equally. Like a lot of times we actually had like this actually had happened. Someone was ordering, one of our clients was ordering our protein on a regular basis. They ran out and they're like, instead of getting it shipped, I'm going to go to the store and grab a different one. So they grabbed a different one and it was the conventional low quality, chalky chemical aftertaste. And they didn't feel great after they're taking it. And they're like, I didn't know. Yours was your protein was the first that I was taking, and I didn't realize that other ones weren't as good. They didn't taste as good, or they didn't react the same in my body. So that's the thing is like a lot of times people say I'm not going to drink a smoothie because they have that experience. And I actually went to a shop here locally, and they made me a smoothie, and it was like the most. It was, it was like the first time they made a smoothie. It was like the the food like the fruit wasn't um, all blended. It came like chunky, and they were missing some ingredients. Like that was a terrible experience. And if I didn't know how to make my own smoothies for years, I would have thought smoothies like aren't for me. So I feel like that's important to have an open mind and understand like whatever it is new you're trying, you have to try it a few times. Well, probably more than a few times to realize if it's a good idea for you to have that or enjoy that. And um, when, and when it comes to protein powder in particular, it's super important. Like our vanilla protein is um, it's all the ingredients are sprouted fermented and organic like we have the top of the line nutrients and we have plant-based probiotics in there to help with digestion so ours doesn't bloat you and it doesn't taste like chalk because it's not from made from chemicals it's made from food um, and we don't have any artificial sweeteners in there like sucralose or i always get those ones mixed up is it aspartame or is aspartame sucralose at any rate you should stay away from both of those <laughs> like the sweet and lows that stuff is nonsense at any rate i'm gonna leave you with that hopefully that gives you a better idea of the difference in importance so if you're if you're maybe i should end with this if you're just taking us um a shake like just a protein shake isolate that i'm talking about and that's something i i didn't mention yet i suppose is that our like our vanilla protein for example in most cases the protein that you're buying is an isolate so if you want to turn that into a meal replacement you have to add the other macros that i talked about earlier so that's important to mention. Some people only take a shake and they're like, oh, I got my shake and I'm good. And then they're hungry 20 minutes later, right? That's not a meal. That's just protein and protein doesn't fill you up. Protein doesn't even give you energy, by the way. That's a myth. So when it comes to your protein shake, all you're getting is your shake in or you're, all you're getting is your protein in. And the best time to take that is either first thing when you get up or right after a workout. So those are the best times to take your shake. But as we get... As we improve and get better um, and see more results, then we can dive a bit deeper and, and work on those small details. Because the more fit you get, the more we'll tweak so you can get fitter and see more results. But right now for most of our, our audience is just starting out in nutrition and fitness and there's a long way to go before we get to those stages. I'm out of here. We'll talk to you soon. Any questions about either of those, send us a message. If you wanna grab a, vanilla protein, or if you want to grab a meal, which is an isolate, or if you want to grab CTP or meal replacement on our website, trueformlife.com slash shop. If not, we're all here for support regardless. Have a great day, everyone, and we will catch you soon. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. There really is, I hope you got something out of that conversation. It's so important to understand that shakes and smoothies are a great way to get nutrients into your body. And then there's a difference between the two. And, and I mean, in the big scheme of things, maybe 
it's not a huge difference, not a significant difference, but as I talked about, you want to have your shake at a certain time, right? In most cases, your smoothie, in my opinion, or at least how we use it, that's more of a meal replacement. So it really depends on what your goals are, how your lifestyle looks like, what you're working towards, and what you need for nutrients in a day-to-day activity. And then this whole supplement thing, obviously, that's something that we're big into. And I think, as I mentioned, it's super important to understand that not all protein supplements are created equally. Not all of them have that chemical aftertaste and certainly don't aren't all consumed with toxins and preservatives and things that low quality protein supplement in particular that your body shouldn't be consuming, which I feel like this is the stem of everything we're talking about with the shaker smoothie. If you have a really low quality protein supplement, it doesn't really matter what you're putting in it because you because you have a bunch of toxins to begin with, right? Like it doesn't matter what extras you're putting in it. And then you have that the chalky chemical aftertaste that people like really dislike. So I, I've talked to people that have had one smoothie in their life or they bought one type of protein powder and it was gave them a really bad experience. So like, no, protein supplements aren't for me. So understanding that there's different types of supplements out there. They do different things for your body. You take them at different times of day, different brands, different qualities. I think that's, that's important to understand when it comes to your shakes and smoothies and what you're putting in it. But I'm going to leave you with that. Hopefully I've said enough. And uh, if you have any details or if you need more details or if you have any questions, we're always around on social media or on our website, trueformlife.com. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, and health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.